You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hey, everybody. This is Father Craig Vostick, your host today for Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. I am live from the University of Mary in Bismarck, North Dakota, where it is very quiet. It is very quiet. We have, of our 3,000 students, I think less than 100 on campus. And uh, our president, Monsignor Shea, and his uh, presidential staff are doing a phenomenal job. And they're working really, really hard to make sure that uh, all of our students can continue to uh, study and earn their degrees as they uh, work through all of this. I'm sure, and I know, so many people have so many various circumstances going on, but I'm very proud of the leadership here at the University of Mary um, in this time of uh, in this time of uh, uncertainty and and constant transition. So, uh, but I'm here, and I was able. I I'm not going to share the long story with you, and I don't even know how to explain the entire long story of all of the, the things that I tried to do to make sure that this technical setup. There were words that I've never heard before that the production team from Real Presence was saying. Yeah, do this, Father. Do that. They did a great job, but like, it was wild. I'm sitting in the corner of a chapel uh, next to some sort of Wi-Fi spot uh, so that I can d- celebrate the mass and uh, also be on the radio show so it's if anybody walked by which thankfully there's not that many people around they would see a priest sitting in a corner looking at a computer through a glass door it would be very strange uh but i'm just absolutely delighted that it still works out uh that we're able to be with you every day uh real presence live uh, through our what are we like six states i'm not even sure how many states we are seven states i don't even know it's wonderful our listening uh, presence throughout uh, the upper midwest I do want to say something um, about spiritual communion. Um, we just celebrated a Mass, and we had, there was a prayer of spiritual communion uh, at the time of communion, because the priest is uh, receiving Holy Communion, and nobody else is during this time. And I've had a couple chats with a couple other priests, and I don't want to, I don't want to downplay anything, but I do want to elevate something that maybe uh, we need to remember during this time. Um, which is this, the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, which is the perfect representation of Calvary, which the Lord Jesus instituted at the Last Supper to be commemorated in His honor for for time immemorial. The beautiful Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, um, the Source and Summit, the Holy Eucharist, the Source and Summit of of the Christian life. Um, Priests are still offering that, and that's that's incredibly important. if you're able to participate uh, virtually or standing outside of a church or, uh, or the various ways, uh, looking through a window if someone priest is offering it through glass, uh, I've seen that happening, uh, do that. It's a real participation um, as best you can during this time. Now, with regard to the the gift of the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist, again, uh, source and summit, highest form of the spiritual life. This is the sacrament by which, it's the sacrament of sacraments by which Jesus communicates himself in sacramental form uh, to us, real presence. That's the name of the radio station. Um, I'm not trying to downplay any of that, but I want to say this, and then we'll move into the show. Um, we have the holy sacrifice of the Mass. We have the gift of the Blessed Sacrament, the Holy Eucharist. We also have, and this is not somehow less, just because it's not a sacrament or something. We also have 
because of the work of baptism, which was a sacrament, and the work of uh, confession, should we need it, which is a sacrament, and the work of our prior Holy Communions, which is a sacrament, the effects of that in our soul is the abiding presence of God. And we believe as Christians that it's not somehow some sort of like 10-minute fix when you get baptized. Okay, God's with me for a few minutes and then he goes away. That's not true. Or when we receive Holy Communion, he's with me for 10 minutes and then he's gone. Not true. You, if you're in the presence of grace, that is if you've been baptized and have confessed uh, and don't have any mortal sins, you are in the, you are in the state of sanctifying grace and you, the, the infinite God, uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit dwells in you. And so you are able to turn, even if you can't turn to the Blessed Sacrament, a lot of people still can get to tabernacles, thanks be to God. Even if you're not able to get to a, a tabernacle, which is a, a sacrament, which is a visible presence of the invisible God, you have at your disposal, and maybe we've underplayed this for a while because we've had the gift of the Eucharist, and so we don't talk about it enough. You have access to God, infinite God within you. He's in you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Jesus says, the Father and I, we will come and we will make our dwelling in you. St. Paul says, you are a temple of God and the Holy Spirit dwells in you. Okay? So I just want to make sure we, uh, we remember that during this time. So that's my rant. That's my rant for the day, everybody. Um, oh, I'm supposed to be doing a radio show? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I said that on uh, on the heels of our Holy Mass. You have you have the access to God in you. So if you missed that Mass, you can go and uh, watch it on Facebook, YouTube pages, if they archived it. I'm not sure, actually. Um, but that's... So it is archived, I know that. So you can go and you can watch that on Real Presence uh, website. So, brothers and sisters, we want to continue with our show. Um, we have with us, I am joining with, it is always a pleasure for me to speak to anybody representing the University of Mary, this beautiful university at which I reside and for which I labor for souls. So, Rachel Brash and Dr. Glenda Reems, welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you very much. I'm so glad to be with you today. We Thank are you. Well. Thank you for having us. Yes, this is really, really great. So uh, what we want to do in the next uh, 15, 20 minutes or so is to talk about how awesome the University of Mary is. That's what I do on a regular basis here. So just know that. I'm not going to try to trick you and uh, make University of Mary uh, look bad. I couldn't even if I tried, I suppose. But we want to talk about all the wonderful things at the University of Mary. Uh, and something that we talk about often uh, is how awesome our School of Health Sciences is, in particular today we want to talk about possibly our nursing program. So, uh, do you have anything you want to share about any of those kinds of things today? Is that a thing? Well, thank you for having us. This is Glenda Reem, and I would just like to open with saying that our programs are are handling this current healthcare crisis well. We are an adaptive university. Our nursing courses continue to run. We will continue to provide that excellence in education that we are well known for. We want to assure all of our listeners out there that our students are getting a quality education and that we're here to meet their needs. Wonderful. That is great. It is, uh, are all of the students uh, online at this point? 
They are. They are. We've we've transitioned. Our faculty have done an amazing job of uh, making that transition and continuing their education. Uh, certainly, there have been some adaptations, and we have met those head-on. And then, of course, we have our whole host of online programs that continue to run um, in a manner which we were already engaged with prior to this whole COVID-19 virus. Right. Excellent. All right. So, Rachel, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and then um, what we want to talk about today. Sure. Thank you, Father. Um, well, my name's Rachel. I'm the Executive Director of Online, and so I have the pleasure of working with faculty like Dr. Reams and, and, and all of our online students and making sure that we can serve them. And, of course, um, we're serving in a very different way, right? That We're, we're all serving from our homes. Um, and our students are, some of them, like Linda said, are out there working, and some of them are, are at home, too, uh, caring for, for their family. But, you know, as we, as we take a step back from everything, if you really think about it, yesterday we celebrated the Feast of the Annunciation, and mm-hmm. you can't help but think about our sisters at Annunciation Monastery yeah. and all the guidance that they've provided us, right? Right. And 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 it's 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 all about nursing, and that's a flagship program that we've had at the University of Mary since the very beginning, when they showed up at the Dakota Territory and and got off the train, and and they started teaching, and they started a hospital, and so we're just really excited about all the programs that we continue to offer to to really support the communities where we live and where we serve. And so we have a new program, uh, the second degree BSN, um, and, and Glenda can really go over the details, but this is, this is why it's important, is there's a lot of people out there that have gone through school, they've started a career, um, maybe they've stepped out of a career for a while, and they're looking to go back, and, and they're seeing this, this need, what's going on in our society right now, what's going on in the world, really shows how important our healthcare workers are. And the second degree BSN allows individuals to go back to school, and in as soon as one year and five weeks, they can get their Bachelor of Science in Nursing, and, and they can start a brand-new career um, and, and be able to serve in a very different capacity. This is... Yes, I, I'd like to build on what Rachel just said there. It's, it's such do. a wonderful opportunity. Excuse me? Yes, please do. It's such a wonderful op- opportunity for students to come back and, and obtain a degree that fills that space in their heart where they're called to caring. People that come back uh, for this accelerated second degree program want to serve others, and that really fills our mission to be able to serve the healthcare needs of the people in our region and beyond and um, in, a, in a wonderful way, knowing that they will have a, a position, a job when they're finished that will, will fill that um, personal need that they're seeking um, and meeting the the needs that we really have. Healthcare is really in a state today where we need more nurses. And so we're reaching out um, and filling that need by offering this accelerated program. 
This is Father Craig Vosick, your host for Real Presence Live. Today I'm visiting with Rachel Brash and Dr. Glenda Reems of the University of Mary about uh, a new program in their School of Health Sciences, which is at the top, uh, at the very top of every, uh, not every list maybe, maybe every list, I'm not sure, but at the top of a couple of lists at least uh, for uh, placement and for um, uh, successful completion of various examinations uh, to become nurses and uh, in the healthcare professions in the United States. And so we have a phenomenal nursing program phenomenal health science and now we're talking about a new one-year nursing uh, program at the University of Mary so uh, dr. Glenda if you can if people are hearing this now they might be like wait a second what did they just say did they just say that I can get a degree in one year <laughs> now people might be tuning in saying tell, say it again what you just told me you know? so, they, so tell us again this is a this is a one a one year degree that is actually um, gets gets people into the field. Yes, that's correct. Certainly, there are prerequisite courses in sciences and and some of the liberal arts that they must have before they start our program. But once they've met those and they're into our nursing program, they are often running in an accelerated format. These students hit the ground running, and we offer this program in a year and five weeks. So these students are motivated. They know this is what they want. And we have faculty that are um, up for the challenge of offering these courses in an accelerated manner. And you get out there and earn your baccalaureate degree and can function as an RN. Many of these students also are looking toward advancing their education. They've seen nurse practitioners out there working. They've seen nurse anesthetists out there that maybe they want to be a nurse educator or a nurse manager or a nursing informaticist. And so that baccalaureate degree prepares them also should they decide they want to advance their education. And of course, the University of Mary offers all those advanced degrees. So we, we have a, a degrees from that baccalaureate degree, the master's degree, to the doctorate in nursing practice degree. So we have that full realm of nursing programs for them to to choose from should they decide they want to go on once they do earn that baccalaureate degree. I'm uh, I'm glad you said that they can become an RN because I don't know how to connect all of these various things. I should know better. My mother is uh, an LPN, and uh, I remember her telling me that when she was so she sometime in the 70s uh, was able to go to a local college and get an LPN I don't know if it was 10 months or one year or whatever it was and I was amazed that she was able to get uh, some sort of degree uh, within a year and then be off and running so this isn't an LPN degree though this is a degree that leads to an RN position correct correct and we also have those bridge programs for for nurses who are LPNs who would like to get their RN degree, we have an LPN to RN program. We also offer um, that bridge program for those nurses out there who have an associate degree or a diploma in nursing and would like to get that baccalaureate degree. So that is an RN completion program. And, and then, of course, the whole realm above that that we've just mentioned. This is really good. This is really good, ladies. Thank you for sharing this information with me. So uh, are lots of people doing this, and we're just catching up with uh, what other people are up to, or are we kind of spearheading this initiative as far as we can tell, or is this uh, – how did, how did this come about, either Rachel or Glenda, whoever wants to speak about this? 
Well, I think we knew that there was a need for students who were interested in transitioning from a profession that perhaps they weren't the most satisfied in. And our recruiters across the nation, as they were going out, they were hearing more and more about this accelerated second degree and brought it back. And we talked about it within our division, thought it was a great idea, and and are now have it off and rolling. We have our currently we have our second cohort that is running this program. And once again, just because of the shortage that we have across the nation, we know we need more nurses out there. So we're trying to fill that need, and this is another method by which we can do that. Is this a, is this online or is this in person? This is a in person. It's a pre-licensure program, and whenever you have your pre-licensure programs, of course, they've got to learn all those. Uh, skills, all that knowledge, and have that direct patient care experience that's supervised by our amazing faculty. And so it is uh, It is an on-site program. And does on-site in this case mean Bismarck? Because I know there's other locations where the University of Mary has satellite campuses. Oh, yes, absolutely. Just to clarify, it is in Bismarck. That all is right. where we have our pre-licensure programs located. Um, because, once again, we have that wonderful relationship with our local organizations, CHI in particular, where our students can get their um, educational needs met, and, and we're certainly partnering with many organizations in our area. And so we've got wonderful clinical facilities for our students to gain that experience that they need to function as a registered nurse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's go back to, uh, I think it was Rachel that you mentioned the, the Feast of the Annunciation and the sisters who came here. So let's go back to that for a moment. Uh, yesterday, the Feast of the Annunciation, uh, the, the main chapel here at the University of Mary is called Our Lady of the Annunciation. The monastery here is called Annunciation Monastery. The sisters came in the late 1800s and asked, what can we do? And the people of the, the, the developing town of Bismarck said, well, we need health care. And so they, they started learning about health care. So a bunch of nuns just say, let's try to figure this out. And so that was oh, 130 years ago or whatever that was. Uh, and so over the years, this beautiful thing has come about, the University of Mary uh, and the hospital in, in Bismarck. But let's just talk about Catholic um, identity or Catholic values with regard to education, health sciences, um, and the commitment of the University of Mary. Rachel, if you could just uh, speak about more into that, into that reality. Sure. Well, we... Um we know who we are and we know what we need to do here at the University of Mary, and that is to serve, right? That, that's, a, that's a core component of Catholic education. And, and through those experiences that the students have, we really look at it from a couple of different angles. Um, one, how do we create that really vibrant, um, relevant curriculum? And, and that's what Dr. Reese and others work so hard on. And then also, too, what are the support structures that we have in place? Because regardless, if you're taking classes on our main campus in Bismarck at one of our locations, like you said, Father, or you're taking them online, we still want you to be able to grow as a person. We, As, as Monsignor Shea always says, um, we want people to thrive. And that, doesn't, that, that formation doesn't just happen when you're 18 to 22 years old on campus. We spend a lot of time focusing on that. That's a really critical growth time for students. But we also care about that student who's going back to school, maybe after a long hiatus. And, and they want to grow as well in both the, the programs that they're selecting, but as a person. And so we really feel uh, very strongly that the University of Mary is a place of formation. No matter where you are in your life, 
And that's why we have such great advisors. We have great faculty. Um, and, and we're here to help those people be able to grow. And that's, that's where flexibility and the affordability are pieces of it. But also, too, we want to make sure that there's time for reflection, right? At the, at the beginning, each time you sit down and you're about to enter your course, where do you have that time of reflection to center yourself? How do you communicate very well with all of your classmates? They're going through very similar things, too. How do we foster that community? And how do we make sure that you can graduate on time um, and, and move on to all the other things that you have going on in your life? And so when we think about what Catholic education can do, it's not just about the programs. We, we care a lot about it. But we also care about what are you going to be able to do and grow um, beyond just the courses that you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that development of the human person is, uh, I see that playing out in so many different ways here at the university. I was once, Dr. Glenda, I want to come to you for a moment. I was asked once to come to a um, I think it was a physical therapy, if I'm remembering right. I went to a physical therapy class. I was invited by the professor to come and speak about uh, spirituality uh, within physical therapy or within the, the life of a physical therapist. Or it was something like this conversation because that was part of the. It was part of the degree for the physical therapy degree. The, the physical therapy degree was to uh, think about myself, to think about my own growth, my own spiritual self, and these various realities. I was very impressed. I was. I felt like I was a little out of my, you know, I'm not a, I, I know nothing about uh, the, the biological structure of the human person. I'm a, I'm a complete, uh, I, I needed a, I needed a, uh, what do you call the person who helps people when they can't get through the classes? The, the person you go and talk to is like a mentor, but whatever that is. I needed that person to help me get through my <laughs> intro, intro to biology in college. And I was like, no, done with this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. it was actually, it was actually the rector of the seminary who, uh, tutor, that's what it is, who tutored me to, so I could pass the intro to biology. So I feel out of my element, but I was invited in to speak about spirituality of the person or, or whole life care or development of, uh, of the self or whatever these things are. Is that part of the, uh, the various, um, nursing programs here at the University of Mary, uh, as far as, uh, you know, talking about living out our Catholic values, that it's just part, it's not just that they're at a Catholic university, but in the, in the curriculum itself, there's, there's something like that? Oh, absolutely. It's deeply mm. embedded into our curriculum. Mm. We, we are in awe of the dignity of the human person, and that reverence in caring for others is deeply rooted and infused throughout all of our courses. Uh, our clinical courses focus deeply on that. Um, we, as the students are one-on-one with the individual that they're caring for and reflecting on that dignity as they're engaged in that very personalized care that they're giving. And we're, we're with the most vulnerable populations. And to be able to extend that spirituality throughout their curriculum is wonderful foundation for them and then moving out into their professional roles. I am being reminded as you're speaking now about the dignity of the human person. I'm remembering, oh, it seems like it was uh, a couple months ago, maybe four months ago, when um, we had uh, St. Gianna 
Mola's daughter here uh, and uh, announced that we would be renaming the School of Health Sciences to the St. Gianna School of Health Sciences. And uh, I remember you speaking around that time uh, that uh, one of the great gifts of St. Gianna is really to recognize the dignity of the human person. Uh, and so I'm just, I'm in awe. As you say, you, we are in awe as a university uh, of the dignity of the human person. I'm, I'm in awe that we're renaming the, uh, the school to the St. Gianna School of Health Sciences. I'm, I'm over the moon about it. I think it's lovely. Mm -hmm. As we come to the end of our segment, uh, maybe just say one last thing here, ladies. Uh, Dr. Glenda, maybe just to dovetail off of, uh, off of what I just mentioned, uh, just kind of a closing comment for us. Well, we are just very pleased to be able to, and honored, to be able to serve others and to reflect on that dignity um, and to prepare professionals going out that will be equipped with the skills, knowledge, and attitudes that they will in conveying that compassion, that humanity, that dignity and reverence in serving others. We're very honored. Wonderful. And uh, Rachel, any closing comments that you'd like to leave with our listeners? Sure. If you have any questions, just give us a call. Uh, our number here is 701-355-8030 or go to online.umary.edu. And as always, Father, um, if somebody is interested in one of our programs, just give us a call and we'll waive that application fee for you. Thank you. Uh, Rachel, say the phone number and uh, website again. You got it. 701-355-8030 or online.umary.edu. Rachel and Dr. Glenda, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. All right, God bless you both. Up next, it's a message that you won't hear in the media right now when it comes to the coronavirus, but you will hear it right here on Real Presence Live. Father Wayne Sattler shares this message coming up next. Stay with us. Stay with us. 